wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look in the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to be with you. Thank you for tuning in. I would like to welcome our co-host for today, and uh, we have with us uh, Tracy Papandreou joining us via Zoom, because we are still in lockdown here in South Australia, where we broadcasting from. And uh, Tracy, I would like you to welcome to the program. Now, I know that it's difficult. Uh, maybe the sound will be a little bit different than usual. Uh, but uh, thank God for technology. Absolutely. Hi, Nick, and hi to all of the listeners. Well, Nick, what a difference a week makes, hey? Last week in the studio, all of the, you know, the professional technology to work with, and today uh, we're working with the technology from our homes, as you say, praise God for technology, um, and we just, um, we're just glad that we're able to continue the program and be able to transmit to listeners, but as you say, the quality of the, of the sound might not be quite up to scratch, but we hope you still enjoy the program. Absolutely. And um, Tracy, uh, this uh, whole week uh, we followed in the team, what does God want from me? And uh, we followed, you know, such important topics uh, as how do I deal with my past? How do I grow spiritually? And we learn about how important it is to have Bible study, prayer, church fellowship, sharing your faith. What are God's instructions for my life? And again, we look into the law of God. We can call that, you know, the whole Bible, the love letter of God to us all. But we learn that law is important. Law is not nothing to be done away with. Mm. How do I commit to God? That was another question we asked. And again, we learn that we need to take decisions at some point in time. And we were talking about baptism. Mm. But today we are approaching another important topic. We are going to talk about Sabbath. It's good to have uh, David Lima from Family Voice Australia with us uh, today, this time via Zoom. David, how are you in lockdown there in Port Augusta? Well, all going well up here, Nick. It's great to be broadcasting. And uh, prayer, of course, for everyone listening. Most of the nation is now in lockdown, that we will all be continuing to put our faith in God and just to care for each other and look after each other. Absolutely. And uh, I believe, David, like never before, this is the time when we should uh, uplift in prayer Mm. our nation, everyone Mm. here, and Mm. uh, encourage each other to lift up our eyes towards heaven and uh, find hope and uh, courage. Yes. From God, because I believe David uh, is on media was, um, you know, shown in the last few days that uh, mental health is going to the roof. 
you know, and uh, we want to encourage everyone keep hold of the hand of Jesus. Exactly. David, with Family Voice Australia, I have a question uh, for you here. As an organization, what is your view on the Sabbath? Yes, an excellent question. Well, as a Christian ministry, we take seriously all, all of what the Bible says about the Sabbath. And it's there as one of the Ten Commandments. It's number four. And that really means that it's an important thing. Those Ten Commandments, they really are valuable for the whole world. In fact, the Sabbath really is for everyone. It's not just for Christians or Jews or something. It's, it's, a, it's gifted to everyone. So we take a very high view of the Sabbath as a, as a day of rest. God himself has blessed that seventh day we read in the book of Genesis. Yes. And he made it holy because he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So God himself sets a remarkable precedent. It, it really sounds strange, doesn't it, that God would rest. But it's not so much that he's worn out <laughs> and needs recuperation. Uh, that's not how it works. Uh, neither, neither does God sleep, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't need to sleep the way we do. But it's as though, Nick, he, having created everything, he is now looking back to see how good the week has been, how productive the week has been, and he's rejoicing in his work. And that's what resting really means, rejoicing in the work. So you've got to finish the work before you can rejoice in it, and that's what God was doing. So the Sabbath is a good thing. God created it. He blessed it. He kept it. He commended it. And um, how wonderful it is that we have the opportunity really to be like God, we, we're role-playing the creation week when you think it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as God worked for six days and then rested, so if we work for six days and rest, we are role-playing the entire creation narrative. So there's a lot at stake when we just think that we can work 24-7, as it were, and, and isn't that the, the, the remarkable problem we face in the modern world is just work, work, work. Um, I know a lot of people are struggling during the lockdown and our heart goes out, especially to small business people who are struggling. Yes. But it's like, it's like there's an enforced rest now that's been coming upon us. So there are different ways to think about this lockdown. Mm. And uh, I appreciate uh, what you just said, um, David, uh, quoting, you know, right from Genesis, because that's where um, probably we need to really look at, because we are going, we talk about the Sabbath. Now, yes. there are mentioned in the Bible also Sabbaths, yes. you know, and Sabbath means rest. But yes. when we talk about the Sabbath, it's about that special day, that special mm. time when mm. God wants to, uh, to connect with us. And I think you pointed out very well there. Now, of course, David, there are lots of uh, misunderstanding about this. And it was in Jesus' time. It happened in Jesus' time also. Mm. Uh, mm. People can look at the Sabbath and be legalistic. Yes, uh, yes. Is legalism a danger? Oh, absolutely. And the, the scribes and the Pharisees at the time of Jesus, they had a completely wrong understanding of the Sabbath. It's amazing how often they clash with Jesus about the Sabbath. And Jesus deliberately healed on the Sabbath, it seems to me, because mm-hmm. he wanted to deliberately point out to them how mixed up they were. Their view, Nick, was that people needing to be healed should come to Jesus during the week (laughs) and be healed uh, during the week. 
and not come to him on the Sabbath. And they were watching him to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. Well, yes, he did heal on the Sabbath because, Nick, there's no better today, better day to do good than the Sabbath. Mm. And Jesus understood this point very strongly. And uh, his words in, in Mark chapter 2, if the listeners want to look this up afterwards, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And he said about himself, he used to call himself the son of man. It's a, a humble way of self-reference. Jesus was very humble. Uh, he said, the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. So he knew what should be done on the Sabbath. And Jesus was so pleased to heal people on the Sabbath. There's no better day to give liberation to those who have been held in bondage by the devil through sickness or infirmity. Uh, the Sabbath was made for man. So uh, he he really helped us to understand what Sabbath keeping is really all about. It's a day in order to do good. It's a day for families. It's a yeah. day for rest. Um, and it's not a day to in any way refrain from doing good because there's no better day to do good than the Sabbath. Mm. And God was not taking holiday during the Sabbath, eh? Exactly, because God, in fact, is always working. Mm. So I, the way I like to keep things uh, in my own personal life, Nick, is, is that I, I, I want to do good, especially on the Sabbath, but I, I try not to do things that don't really need to be done on the mm. Sabbath. Um, mm. So, yeah, they can be done during the week. And, and that, way, that way there's something special. And uh, while the Apostle Paul criticized people who, who were getting carried away with keeping special feasts or special days, Nevertheless, in Christ, we are free to keep these things as long as we're not trying to make ourselves right with God as a result of our actions, because none of our actions will please God and, and make us right with him. Uh, they please God in the sense that they're coming out of hearts which are saved, but we, we are not saved by what we do. We're saved because Christ has died and risen for us, and as we profess faith in him, then we are free to do all sorts of good things, not relying upon them for salvation, but out of our expression of thankfulness to God for all he's done. And so if people, uh, especially on the Sabbath, want to do good things, then that's absolutely in accord with God's plan and purpose. And David, I was just going to ask uh, a question in this regard. Uh, how is the Sabbath a good thing for us to keep? Mm -hmm. Well, it's good for us to rest. Uh, I've indicated that God didn't need to rest, but that he looked back. It is good for us to rest. And fascinatingly, in in the former Soviet Union, they at one point, uh, around about 1930, decided, oh, the seven-day seven day scheme, that's a Judeo-Christian thing. We don't want that. We don't need that. It's uh, seven's an awkward number, you know, so well, let's let's make it five. And so they went for a five-day week, and of course that didn't work, and then they went for a six-day week, and, and, and that didn't work either. The French, uh, during the revolutionary years, this is around about uh, 1790, they mm -hmm. went for the metric week, you see. <laughs> uh, the, the French, uh, apologies to any French listeners, but the, the French, they, they love to change things and, and tell everyone else what to do, even putting an E on Concord. Well, that's another story on, yeah. on the spelling of Concord. But um, the, the metric week came along, the 10-day week. So you work for nine days and you have, have the 10th day off. That's just ridiculously too long and, and no one cooperated. But, um, yeah, it, it, we need rest. And human beings are not designed to work 24-7 or seven days a week. Uh, and, and we are refreshed on that seventh day. Yeah. But it's also a day when, when families can 
relax and enjoy relationships. It's a day of, of uh, attending a, ch- a church and uh, Bible study and uh, visiting the needy. And so it's also good when, when the policies of government encourage a day of rest, and it's very wrong for governments to mess with the pattern. Unfortunately, we live in a culture now where uh, the pressure on governments is to is to relax trading laws, and I, I really feel sorry for small business operators who are perhaps competing with supermarkets, especially as they've got to trade seven days a week. And you know, there are so many small business operators that, that you hear them say this: "I haven't had a holiday." since, you know, 1983 or something. Mm-hmm. They, they can't take a day off. They can't go away on holiday because of this relentless materialism. And that's such a tragedy in our culture. Absolutely. And David, uh, as you pointed out very well, uh, the Sabbath uh, or the weekly Sabbath, mm-hmm. to put it this way, it's so important because all other aspects of life, for example, year and month and uh, the day, you know, formed by the day, 24-hour cycle, uh, a month, uh, you know, going after the, uh, you know, those 30-day cycle and the year and so yeah. on. All this had uh, also an explanation, if you like, yes. in yes. the creation. Yes. But specifically, the Sabbath was created by God. And the seven-day cycle, mm-hmm. you cannot find any other background to say Correct. so. Correct. A part of that God created for human yes. beings, particularly. Correct. And I think this is the most important thing for us to realize and to yes. follow yes. what That's God right. is so, instructing us to do. Indeed. So, as you've indicated, the day, the month, and the year are all ob- observable in creation, and therefore all cultures have followed them. But the, but the, but the week, the weekly cycle is revealed to us in creation, not not that we can observe it, but because it's written. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, David, for sharing uh, with us today. We were talking with David Delima from Family Voice Australia. And uh, keep safe, David, during this uh, lockdown. I will, Nick, indeed. And uh, God be with everyone out there in their circumstance as they face lockdown challenges. Thank you. Want to hear more of your favorite presenters? Download the free Faith FM app for Apple and Android and stream hundreds of podcasts whenever you like. Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Rita and our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. Just before, we have David from Portagasta coming with us also via Zoom. And uh, Tracy, it's um, very important that we can connect as we mentioned a bit earlier, through this uh, uh, technology, you know, people coming from all um, parts of uh, Adelaide or South Australia and uh, talk together because this is what we want on uh, this broadcast, to connect with our listeners also and with those people who are contributing to the program. Just while I'm saying that, I invite our listeners to continue to send us some messages, even though we may not be able to respond to the message right away because of the complexity of uh, the um, technology aspect. But please don't hesitate to uh, send us uh, your text and the phone number where you can text us, again, it's 
Again, that number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. And you can be part of this program with us. Send us a message, please. Now, Tracy, as David was uh, mentioning about the importance of the Sabbath, and as we uh, reminded our listeners for the whole discussion we have during the week, uh, what would you like to say about the Sabbath? And just let's look in the Bible a little bit more about uh, what the Bible teaches about this aspect. Well, we we wanted to look at, you know, and, and, and provide some of the facts around uh, supporting the fact that God very definitely does have a special day and that's um, his Sabbath day. And it was important enough, and, and David referred to this as well, it was important enough to be included in the Ten Commandments, which were set in stone. So, um, you know, there there's a lot of counsel in the Bible, but the Sabbath was actually something that was put as part of the Ten Commandments. And um, I'll just uh, quote that, Nick, so we can we can be clear on what that is. Exodus 28 says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And Exodus 20.10 says, But the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. So we see that the Sabbath uh, is meant to be holy and that it indeed is the seventh day of the week. And, yes, you uh, mentioned that there are sometimes some... Um, um, arguments given up about, you know, that, that being, um, uh, observance of it being, uh, legal, legalism, but really it is. It's a gift given to us by God, you know. If somebody said to us, um, hey, you, you've got the day off and we weren't expecting it, you know, we'd be full of joy, I think, you know. Mm. So, so it really is, is a gift. Um, there are those also who say, you know, but, you know, we're meant to spend time with God every day, and that's true, but it's impossible to be able to, in a normal situation where you're working, where you've got other uh, things to be doing, that you can actually be devoting so much time um, to God and, and godly things. I think and, and, um, yes, Tracy, just while you mentioned that from Exodus, it's very important, the wording there, uh, it's, God says, remember, which means the tendency of us all is to forget about what God tells us. Yes, and, you know, this is important because we're talking here about the Sabbath, which David also mentioned that God, from the beginning, at the creation, he established this amazing time to spend with him and us to have rest in him. Um, now, of course, people can say that they can rest another day or they can uh, um, praise God every day. Yes, but... We are going to talk today a little bit more about the importance of the Sabbath and its intent for us all, as God intended, not as we want to apply it in our life. Yes. Because unfortunately, the Pharisees, they went into the wrong direction, and we point out on that, and even Jesus point finger to them, because mm -hmm. they were trying to keep Sabbath in a different way, not as God intended them to keep. Yeah, I think a principle about it is, you know, um, that the day is, is, is meant to bring you closer to God and, and closer to others. You know, any relationship requires time 
for that relationship to to grow and that's where god knew that that our lives would be you know a chaotic rush and there would be a need to set time aside you know apart from time with god it also as david mentioned it also gives us time for relationships i think nick you know i wonder if if the sabbath was instituted across society worldwide whether we'd see a dramatic decrease in marriage breakdown because mm. a lot of the time there's just you know couples just do not have time for each each other you know and 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 this is god allowing that time you know he's actually commanding you to take that time yes. also too you know a 2017 study showed that children are less likely to have behavioural issues at home or at school when their parents spend quality time with them. So it's also a time to spend some quality time with 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 the children, okay. also with with friends. You know, how often do do you kind of you know we've got that that situation these days where people have so many Facebook friends where there might be a line exchanged here and there, but that quality time to get together with fellow people who, you know, are like-minded, have have uh, those same beliefs, that same desire to draw close to God and just having that quality time with them. You know, and also a big part of that is about um, recognising where there are community needs and where you might be able to provide help. You know, as David said, you know, Sabbath is a great day to be reaching out and helping others. So those are some of the the benefits um, that come from 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 observance of the Sabbath mm-hmm. day. Absolutely. Well, it's clear from all these uh, benefits uh, uh, you listed, uh, uh, Tracy, that God's special day is good for us. Can you explain a bit more about what that might look like in a person's life? Okay. So I just want to, you know, maybe some of the listeners will think that I'm um, a broken record on this, but I just wanted to remind the listeners about that scripture that that both of us really like, um, Nick, 2 Timothy 3.16, which says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So we can know that what the Bible tells us is for our good. And so we look back at... Um, at Exodus again, and, and I just want to go in more detail to look at the full what that commandment was. It says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. Now we don't. Most of us don't have manservants and maidservants these days, so we need to look at this and see how this applies to us today. Right. The first thing, it's quite clear there's no no work on the day, you know, which is which is a lovely. We don't only get an excuse not to work; we get a command not to work. But also, to some of the time, sometimes thing the thing that gets missed in that commandment is also the six days you shall labor part of it. So God is saying, get yourself organized, 
get everything done in the six days so you can actually have a really good rest on that seventh day. Your mind's not wandering going, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. Um, you can actually physically and mentally mentally rest. But it's not just about us. As I said, we don't have the manservant, maidservant thing these days, most of us. Um, it, but it's about not doing things which cause others to have to work either. You know, it's it's not just meant to be our blessing. It's a blessing for everybody. Now, maybe there will be people who choose not to take up that that um, gift that's given to them. But it's it, it's it's on us to not put a burden on people that they are required to actually work either. If you look at um, the 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 wording of that, where it talks about nor the alien within your gates, um, I actually like to um, do my devotion in um, Italian, Nick, and um, that's really interesting. The 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 Bible that I'm reading there, it actually it has it quite clearly, and it says not not even the stranger living in your city. So I remember years ago, I used to read this text and think, well, you know, hey, I don't, um, I'm not the boss of anyone. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that. But I think a, um, a fuller understanding of that is, you know, don't draw on services if you don't have to, which will cause other people to actually have to work. And um, it's, but it's, also not just about not working the commandment tells us to keep the day holy and this is a really important part of about it the day is a rest to the lord and it can hardly be his special day if he's not a large part of it so what might that look like so attending church we're actually told to not give away the coming together um it's a time to coming together in fellowship at church is a time to hear the word to be able to discuss that with fellow believers pray with others we get time to spend time in bible study there is just so much to understand um in the word of god and there's just so many treasures to dig out in there and that takes time too and the the sabbath is a day that gives us that that time also reading there's many good books by many good authors that have been written that can help us to um, deepen our understanding of the Lord and our relationship with him. So there's actually, you know, those are some some ways that we can apply it. Um, but I would say the principle that that you should follow is, is this bringing me closer to God and closer to others in the way that I'm using this day? So, um, so, 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 yes. So that's that's one of the things that's in, important to me. Um, but some people kind of uh, wonder about whether this really applies to us today. You know, th- some believe that this is just for the Jews. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that as well. You know, as Christians, we need to follow in Christ's footsteps. You know, He's our model. And in Luke four sixteen, we're told that that what he got up to on the Sabbath. There's, well, there's many examples throughout the Bible, but Luke four sixteen is just one. And it, and it says, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up 
for to read. So, you know, the, the, the modern day application of that would be us going into church to read the word, to hear the word. Nowhere does the Bible make any reference to a change to this commandment. You know, and a lot of people are, are kind of surprised when they hear that. Jesus gave lots of information about what we could expect to come in the future, but there was never any adjustment to the Ten Commandments, and, and his life demonstrated the importance of observing the Sabbath. Um, also, too, Christ expected his people to be still keeping the Sabbath in AD 70 when Jerusalem was destroyed. So knowing full well that Jerusalem would be destroyed by Rome in 70 AD, Jesus warned his followers of that time and in saying, but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. And that's in Matthew 24, 20. So Jesus made it clear that his people would be keeping the Sabbath even 40 years after his resurrection. The principle of the importance of the seventh day also appears at the outset of creation. I know that um, David touched on this. If we look at uh, in Genesis what it says, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed it blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. And that's from Genesis 1, 1, 2, two and three. I've just um, abbreviated that somewhat to to bring out the the point that the seventh day and the um, sanctification of it was it was there from the outset, Nick. So uh, so yeah, that's very much an important part of it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, obviously as 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 david mentioned too we had a, a lot of common topics today um god wasn't tired by the seventh day you know he wasn't worn out and that's why he needed it so why did he establish the seventh day at that time um well exodus 20:11 tells us for in 6 days the lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So that conjunction uh, that um, verse 11 starts with, the four, is actually a, um, a, a way of saying because, since, and, and this is after he talks about and gives the command about uh, how we are to not work, etc., on the on the Sabbath in Exodus twenty ten, and um, so he's saying that this for this is a reason why this is because this this was done, and this is why we should actually observe the Sabbath. This conjunction used tells us why the the Sabbath was given. It's a weekly acknowledgement and celebration that the Lord was the creator of the heavens and the earth is also a sign of redemption and sanctification. And we see that through Ezekiel 20.12. That text says, I also gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between them and me that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. So the observance of Sabbath is also um, a sign between yourself and the Lord that um, the Lord has sanctified you as a follower of him you know 
it's a great opportunity to reset and refocus on the Lord, to acknowledge him as sovereign and, you know, as, as, as the Lord of every part of our lives. Wonderful, um, Tracy. Uh, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning about technology, I just lost for a moment, but um, you did very well. Keep going. And I would like to pray right now because this is very important that uh, will be helped out to continue because we depend on the Internet. We depend mm-hmm. on all those things. And I will say, dear Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for providing this opportunity to broadcast today. And thank you for helping us to finish this broadcast as your will is, I pray in your name. Tracy, I'm going to take a short break here, have a song, and we'll be back shortly. Sure.
Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. And this is Nick Rita. Our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. We are talking about Does God Have a Special Day? What a wonderful song that was, Tracy. And uh, indeed, God created this beautiful day that we may rest and have peace with him. Absolutely. It's a real gift. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's move on, uh, Tracy. Time is uh, going very quick. And um, let's see how we can um, uh, go a little bit further. Uh, God wasn't tired, as I mentioned earlier, uh, talking to David uh, by the seventh day, you know, and uh, that's what he needed is. Uh, why do you think he established the seventh day at that time? Yeah, well, that was what I was actually um, speaking about. Um, Nick, you might have missed that while the while the internet actually went down. Uh, the, the The point that I wanted to actually bring out is, you know, that some people, you know, they're convinced that um, uh, that that although you know, setting aside a, a day is good, they kind of are not really sure exactly about when the seventh day is. So that's what I'd like to go into now, um, mm. if that's okay, Nick. So sure. the seventh day of the week is Saturday, and and, and this, the, the biblical Saturday is actually from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. You know, many are su- surprised by that because they grew up just like I did, assuming that Sunday is the day we should observe because that's the day that Jesus rose from the grave, but the Bible doesn't say anything about that. What I want to look at is, is a couple of things. What day of the week did Jesus die? What, what, Nick, what do you say? What day of the week did Jesus die? All right. I mean, uh, as we know in Christianity, we even call that the Good Friday. Exactly. And what day of the week did he rise from the tomb? Oh, the, the Bible says again that in the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb, you know, to, to take... But we the... know it is Easter Sunday, don't we? Correct, we know it yes. Is Easter Sunday. Okay, let's look at a, a, some texts that can support that. So Friday was known as Preparation Day in the Bible. And Mark sixteen forty two forty three, talking about Jesus' death, says, Now when the evening had come, because it was the Preparation Day, that is the day before the Sabbath. So it's quite clear there. They say the preparation day is the day before the Sabbath. Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. So there's some supporting. It's, it's quite a number, but that's some of the supporting texts around preparation day being the Friday. Mm-hmm. And for Sunday, what what proof do we have of what day in the week Sunday is, what order it is? Mark 16, 2 and 4 says, Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they, speaking about the women, came to the tomb when the sun had risen. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away for it was very large. So we know that the first day of the week is actually Sunday. Um, that's a day after the Sabbath. So we've got here preparation day, Sabbath, and then the Sunday. And Mark 16, 6 says, but he said to them, this is the angel when the the women came to the tomb, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. 
And the seventh day of the week is also shown as being the Sabbath in Mark 16.1. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, 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 I think you pronounce it, bought spices that they might come and anoint him. So you can see, you know, there, there was that, that specific order that, that the Friday was preparation day. The Sabbath was the seventh day and the Sunday was the first day of the week. And it's clear in, in scripture. Luke 24, 55 to 56 says, and the women who had come with him, Jesus, from Galilee followed after and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils and they rested on the Sabbath according to their co- the commandment. Now, these women had spent three years with Jesus and, yeah. you know, they felt so um, convicted about the need to rest on Sabbath, the need to keep it holy, that they did not even anoint Jesus' body. That's something that, that's really important to remember. Mm. Again, we can see here that each day is uh, biblically uh, counted from sunset to sunset rather than from midnight to midnight. Um, what scripture do we have to support observing Sabbath in this way, Tracy? So we go again straight back to creation and the beginning. The account in Genesis 1 repeatedly says, after God has had done um, some amazing, miraculous creation, so the evening and the morning were the, and then it goes first day, second day, third day, etc. So the, the day was actually, the boundaries put around it were the evening and then the morning. According to the Bible, each day begins at sundown and ends at the next sunset. So there's quite a number of scriptures to support that. Um, so as I said, Sabbath begins Friday night at sunset and ends Saturday night at sunset. Right. Now, uh, also, we are going to talk in another program, next program, actually, uh, about uh, Sunday a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, who supported, you know, the, the change or mm-hmm. whose idea was to change. But just very briefly now, uh, if you like to maybe just touch on that, because yeah, the next program will deal pretty much on uh, why uh, people are keeping Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Well, about 300 years after Jesus' resurrection, partly because of hatred against the Jews and some misguided men suggested that God's holy day of worship be changed from Saturday to Sunday. And God predicted this would happen, and it did. And and so the error has just been passed on to our unsuspecting generation as fact. However, Sunday keeping is a tradition of mere men and it breaks God's law, which commands Sabbath keeping. Yes. And only God can make a day holy. Mm. You know? And he said that he blessed the Sabbath. And when God blesses, no man can reverse it. And there's a number of texts that, that, that I could go through to support that, Nick. But given that um, the program is going through that um, next week, I might leave those for um, time reasons. Yeah, yeah, our, um, next, yeah our next program will deal uh, more uh, particularly with that, but I just want to ask you now, um, Tracy, if I may. But what about those uh, people um, who say, "Hey, I'm not able to observe uh, Saturday as a Sabbath due to uh, working situations and all those things"? Uh, what mm. would you like to say in this regard? 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have to actually make stand up and make commitments for God. You know, it's true that there are some helping jobs where it's 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 not necessary. You know, you're actually you are observing Sabbath in doing good on on that day. You know, it's a demonstration of doing good to others. You know, I think about nursing, um, you know, policing, you know, keeping people safe. That that kind of thing. But even for these people, you know, I think it's probably good to have a break every now and. Then that they might actually be able to have the opportunity to get together with other believers and enjoy the fullness of Sabbath, um, not being distracted by their need for to, for helping and to just spend some special time with with God. I would say, you know, don't kid yourself. You've got to be honest with yourself. Once God convicts you about this uh, commandment. Um, you know, you, you really need to be honest ab- about whether you feel that you're actually keeping keeping that by, you know, continuing with your job. I would say when you're convic- convicted, pray to God for direction on how to change circumstances. And as I said, you know, even the women um, who were going to anoint Jesus' body, they wouldn't do that. They were so convicted of the need to to rest on the Sabbath. And I've known people who have changed careers, etc., because they've just been so convicted about the Sabbath. So, yeah. you know, sometimes people, you know, have to actually make a stand. Yes. And uh, Tracy, while you were um, saying that, you know, uh, I was thinking that if we will be, you know, if we we'll realize how important are the commandments of God, and in this case, the fourth commandment, which mm. talks about the Sabbath, if we keep all the commandments, we may not need to have the police, for example. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We may not need to have some other, uh, you know, uh, people uh, being being forced to say so to work on mm. the Sabbath day. They mm. can have more Sabbath rest. But let's look uh, a little bit further um, uh, in the in the time we have left here. Um, I mean, does 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 it matter which day we keep as a Sabbath day rest, the Sabbath, or we can keep any day as a Sabbath day rest? Yeah, I mean, some people feel, think as long as they follow the principle, then what difference should it make? I mean, God made it really clear that the Sabbath is a day set aside, the day a day sanctified. And, uh, you know, the Sabbath is protected and upheld by the fourth commandment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're told that the deliberate breaking of any one of the Ten Commandments is sin. I would just say beware of thinking you know better than God. That's where Adam and Eve, you know, they had an obedience test and they got themselves in trouble there. I think, you know, for things that, that might seem, you know, well, it seems the same to me. If God has been explicit about something, then we need to honour his sovereignty and follow things as as he would have us to do. You know, as I said, it's in, an important thing to pray about that God will give you clear direction and understanding on that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, um, Tracy. And now um, uh, I'm just trying to to see what else we can look at in the time we have left here, because there's not much left. But let's let's look. Uh, let's consider Romans uh, chapter fourteen, verse five, uh, because some may say that this is proof that the day we keep. It's a matter of personal opinion. What do you say about that? 
Well, um, one of the texts says, that, well, Romans 14.5 says, one person esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. And this is, this is where some people think, well, you know, that means that I can do, you know, observe whatever I want. If you look at the whole chapter, and we have to read Scripture in context, that's so important. Mm-hmm. The whole chapter's on judging one another, particularly in verse, verses 4, 10, and 13 over doubtful things. And the issue here is not over the seventh-day Sabbath, which is a part of the moral law, but it's over other religious days. Jewish Christians were judging Gentile Christians for not observing them, which is why Paul needed to counsel on this. And Paul's simply saying, don't judge each other. You know, that ceremonial law is no longer binding. So Mm. it it was quite a, a different thing that was being looked at. Yeah, that's very interesting. And uh, if I would have uh, more time, I could share my uh, story when I was convinced uh, about the Sabbath and I start to keep the Sabbath day holy, which is the seventh day of the week. I lost my job mm. right away at that time. But even more important than that is that in the same day, God provided me with another job. Amazingly, mm-hmm. I never mm. thought, but you know, for a long time, I was just hesitating to give my life to God, to Jesus, to obey him in mm. all aspects. And I thought, hey, but I will lose my job. I will, uh, you know, what I'm going to do. But in the day I step into the water to say so, like the children of Israel, you know, in the Red Sea, mm. uh, God provided. And that's what I would like to encourage everyone who's, you know, who likes to obey uh, God. Because God says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. And uh, I will encourage each one to step into the water. And Nick, and, I just have a question. Did that really uh, deepen your faith in God? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. from then on, by the way, from that on, life was not easy, you know, because the Christian work is not an easy one. Mm. But we have the assurance that with God, with Jesus, we are victorious. And this is what I like to say to everyone who's listening here today. Don't hesitate on giving your life to God fully because he will take control and he will show you amazing, amazing things happening in your life. Mm, mm. He wants to really do good things for us. Yes. Tracy, uh, our time is almost up. I'm Mm. just wondering if if we can just bring it... uh, a little bit to um, a conclusion. Sure, sure. So I think we looked through today and showed that, you know, Scripture proves that the Seventh-day Sabbath is binding on on Christians. And we went through and showed how the biblical seventh day of the week is actually observed from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. Um, It's a blessing from God. You know, I kind of think, why would we not want to be part of it? Um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, once you come into this knowledge, it's just something that, 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 you know, I, I can't even remember now what my life was like before I knew about Sabbath and observed it. You know, it just seems like a, a world away. And when I see people rushing around with trolleys and everything on Sabbath, I just do a, a big, um, you know, sigh and I think, uh, oh, thank you, Lord, that you've given given us this gift. You know, your life will be enriched. Your relationship with God will be enriched. Your relationship with family will be enriched and your relationship with friends will be enriched. You know, 
it gives you permission to get off the treadmill, slow down and focus on the important and eternal things of life. I, I just don't see why anyone would not want to grab hold of that and say, thank you, Jesus. Mm. And, and that's why we are sharing through programs like this, uh, Tracy, that to show other people that God does miracles in our lives. For example, you've been a, a Catholic before and was yes. maybe very traditional and mm-hmm. you can see the difference. And you even said that you felt that you are free now to really uh, walk in the footsteps of Jesus. My invitation yes. today is for everyone, um, follow into the footsteps of Jesus. Uh, do what he's telling you to do because that's the best for you, not what we think is the best for us. If yes. you want to learn more, or if you have some questions in this regard, if you want to make a step or a commitment, but you don't know how to do it, please contact us. We are very happy to support you, to contact, to, uh, to talk to you and to help in this regard if we can. Again, the number where you can um, send a text, it's 0488-880-811. Tracy, how would you like in a few words to pray for us today? Yes, I'd love to, Nick. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the wonderful blessing of your Sabbath day. Lord, we pray that um, for the listeners who are listening, that they will um, be uh, able to to take up this gift and to be blessed by you. But Lord, for those who are unsure still, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would would touch their minds and hearts, Lord, that we can see um, more people coming into a deeper relationship with you and, and have the opportunity to be blessed by this wonderful gift that you have for us. We thank you, Lord, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much for joining us today. As I mentioned earlier, please join us again because we are going to uh, talk about why do so many go to church on Sunday. Until then, may God richly bless you. Keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. took six days and created earth and moon and stars and sun on the seventh day he rested from the work that he had done then he blessed it made it holy as a gift for every man to remind us where we how this world began
You love